Welcome to Rooster and the Devil, where we give you the Americans' perspective on English Premier League soccer, with hosts Brad Tyndall, Jimmy Carn, and Mike Steenstra. Sure, I mean, I, I want to talk about your hat real quick. Cause that's oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's a local place called uh, Tailsman. So Wait, we have a... Are you in Jersey? Where no, you I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in, this, in the Twin Cities in St. Paul, Minnesota. Oh, okay. That's why I want to talk about the Bears. As a Vikings fan, I'm uh, I'm, I'm feeling good today, <laughs> this week. You know, I hate to admit it, I have not watched football all year, which is crazy because I've been a big football fan for a long time. Oh, so we, yeah. we canceled cable, and then I don't know, I just haven't haven't watched. It's probably a mentally healthy or a, a good choice for mental health wise, anyway. We yeah, have- I mean, I'm a Giants fan, so that's probably. Oh. Why. All right, I'm not even gonna give you shit that you guys are just kind of a hot mess right now. So. Yeah, they've been a hot yeah. mess for a hot for a while. Minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I live in DC, so I'm all around Redskins fans. All which, is, which is also a mess too. Mm-hmm. We well, I, I, I was thinking the other day it'd be funny if uh, Vikings and Ravens played each other in the Super Bowl, but Lamar Jackson got knocked out in RG3 versus Kirk Cousins from a oh, Skins that, area. That would be yeah. spectacular. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Somewhere some old GM would just sit in his, sit in his chair proud that he drafted both those guys the same year. Yeah, Shanahan, yeah. I think, right? Yeah, it was Shanahan. Was yeah. that's, that's really funny. All right, so why don't you guys introduce yourselves? We have a uh, we have a couple on, on Rooster and the Devil tonight. So why don't you tell us about yourselves? All right, my name is Paul, uh, and I'm a Spurs fan uh, for EPL. And then we live in Minnesota, so we're both Minnesota United fans and season ticket holders. Oh, nice. Yes, and this is my wife, Emily. Um, I'm Emily. And we, um, so I'm not a Tottenham fan at all. I've heard this. <laughs> um, however, I do love um, Norwich. You're partial to Norwich for, for a reason, but we There's can get into that. Like so many reasons. And, and you're also- I also love Fulham. Um, and then I guess I am a Loons fan because, like Paul said, we, we have six season tickets to the Loons, so... Um, I guess fiduciary. Is it Minnesota United? They're the loons. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. No, that's all right. I should know that. I should know that we have a soccer podcast, but <laughs> it's okay. I know Minnesota United's new, right? They were, it was their first yeah. year last year. They're new ish. Well, like, so we they, were season ticket holders. Yourself? We actually got our first season ticket tickets when we were married in 2013. Uh-huh. And, um, they played at like some like low level, soccer complex in northern like the northern suburbs so okay they're, they're in the nasl and yeah. they're oh yeah yeah i know them which is now defunct and they're basically like in league one if you gotcha. want to look at it from like an english perspective but the nasl collapsed and then the usl took over and then minnesota united basically just bought themselves into the major league soccer yeah. which is kind of how expansion works in that league i have been noticing that i know yeah. charlotte bought themselves in throw like money at the million <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Uh, and then the fir- first two years they played at the University of Minnesota at the football stadium, uh-huh. which was not that great because it's a football stadium and it's on like turf, crappy yeah. turf, and yeah. the whole building's maroon and gold, and they're not maroon and gold, and whatever. Yeah. But they built their own brand new stadium this year. Like, but you you're from Washington, right? Yeah, yeah. Or you live in DC. I live. Uh, I'm actually from Maryland, so I'm like 40 minutes outside of DC. Okay. I've been. I have not. I have not been to uh, Audi Field actually. Oh, I was gonna say they have like a brand new, like fancy stadium too. There's no reason why I shouldn't go. My reason is kids, but yeah, yeah. that's our reason too. Time. For all things. <laughs> Eventually, they get older. Sorry, our kids are in sixth and fourth grade, so you can like take them to stuff. We it's great. We actually that's saw nice. that stadium when we took our kids to a Nats game, and paid oh, Nats 60, Park is great. Yeah, we paid like sixty-five, seventy dollars to park. And oh, then, yeah, that's painful. Um, then we like saw the soccer stadium. We're like, oh, that'd be fun. But I think the games are a lot more reasonably priced too. Right. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So, so what, I'm, a, I'm a Fulham slash Norwich, probably more Norwich than Fulham fan. I like the Fulham yes. fan. Why? Why Fulham? So 
when we, in 2013, the first time that the two of us went to London together, we were looking for something to do on New Year's Day. It was our honeymoon. Uh, and um, we had already been to White Hart Lane. The old like, White Hart Lane, right? 2013. Correct. Yeah, the that's. Old White Hart Lane. We've got to talk about that a little bit. Second, yeah. I was like the only woman in the stadium. <laughs> I've heard um, that. And uh, so then the second time we went uh, was for his 40th birthday, and we saw three matches. So we went to, we went to a match in Fulham. Right? We went to QPR and then we went to Norwich for a night. And like I fell in love with the city. Like I so much so that I like want to retire there in ten years. And I'm looking at property like every day. I mean, what's it like out there? It's amazing. It's like quiet but like quaint. It's like the quintessential English town with like the most amazing soccer team and their fan base is so welcoming. Like, when we went to go pick up our tickets, the first one I ordered the tickets online, they wouldn't, um, Norwich as a city, like, as a club, wouldn't acknowledge me unless I was married. Huh. Really? So, yeah. So, 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 so I so. had to be Mrs. Paul Peterson, not Whoa. Emily Peterson. That's weird. Well, right? <laughs> women can't purchase soccer tickets. We all know that. So, <laughs> they just so wouldn't, we went, generally. So when we pick up the tickets, the woman that was, like, giving us our tickets is like hey have you ever been to the gun club i thought it was a joke like what i have oh, muscles. like they actually go out like game like, of thrones style i have muscles like- too right <laughs> she's like no the gun club it's where you go before and after the game the players come up i'm like no we've never been to norwich so we've never been to the gun club and she's like well here's two passes oh, so nice. we got to, to go to the gun club which is like literally they have like the players of the game come up to the gun club and it's free alcohol, free food up there. And you just like list, you get to talk to players. You get to talk to like, like the, the, all, all the all, super fans. Uh, it was you, awesome. Do you remember any of the players you talked with? No, the only guy that really was accessible was some like U 17 guy. And then gotcha. there was a birthday party going on for like nine year olds. Huh. So he, the, the kind of got to like. He go. did a great job. Yeah, he did a great job working with the nine-year-olds. Lots of pictures and they ate cake together. Oh, I got to love like, that. Like, I mean, you can't compete with nine-year-olds. No, no, no it was no. awesome. Like, As it both of fun. you know, you said six. Pookie didn't show up or anything to hang out with us. No. So the, the was pretty like their, pookie, right? Yeah, their version of like a, a suite or a box, but it's still pretty low-key. So nice. it's just like a bigger room, kind of like what would be like an extra media room within the stadium. Um. But it was pretty cool. The, the best part of Norwich, though, is like the pregame. So built into the stadium is a Holiday Inn uh-huh. in one of the corners, like Sky Dome right? or uh, the one in Toronto. They in Toronto I remember kind of you talking about this in the Lost episode. Yeah. 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 So we checked into the hotel and the woman's like, do you want the stadium view or do you want the railroad street view? view? Street view. We're like, well, stadium view. We get there and you literally don't need to buy a soccer a ticket. You're you like can- literally looking into the stadium that's your awesome window, your like window goes into the stadium yeah even if like you play the game on if you like throw them up on fifa the video game you can like see in the corner the of the hotel stadium, you can see the hotel like it's part that's of awesome. the stadium, you know? reasonably priced too totally it was 80 us dollars a night oh, and then perfect. included a free breakfast and a free cocktail hour yeah that's yeah, nice it was amazing so then the cocktail hour is funny because we went downstairs and that's kind of where people like pre-game like all the team <laughs> really? so yeah so like we ended up hanging out with um this like retired police officer and then his adult children are probably our age and then their kids and nice. like said, with the welcoming thing they just sort of like within five minutes we're just like chit-chatting and hanging out and having drinks together before the game so that was super fun so like we felt like a part of the community instantaneously even though we were guests that's um, that's awesome i mean you don't get that at every stadium environment no. that's for sure like, when we went to QPR last year, we went to go see QPR play Preston North End. Oh, that's cool. That's a good game. And, well, like, to be honest, like, to get to to get to get QPR, like, we had to walk. It was quite a interesting That's London, walk. right? QPR? Yep. Yeah, it's, that's, that's pretty rough. It's, like, pretty rough, Old right? Old school, uh, like, you get off the train. It's, like, a 15-minute walk. Probably, like, a mile and a half. Through kind of a rougher neighborhood. And then the stadium's, like... You don't feel like you're near the stadium at all. All of a sudden, you turn the corner and like this old rickety building just kind of there. 
so, uh, so we I kind of like the rickety though. Was there was there character to it? Uh, totally, tons of character. Tons of character. And Polly did all his research, so he's like, "We're gonna go into the store. You're gonna buy a scarf. I bought a winter I'm hat. I'm gonna buy a hat. <laughs> then we're gonna go to the townie bar, which is like right there. Like he pointed at it, which is like the supporters bar, right? And yeah. We're gonna play. We're gonna play it cool. Like you're gonna say like go QPR when you yeah. walk in the door. Yeah. So we we went in and then I forgot. I looked up whatever year they won the FA Cup in the '60s. So in case I had some stupid fact to bring up <laughs> to <laughs> prove your your yeah, fandom to, to prove my fa- well. And then the guy at the bar is like, I don't know you guys, and he's like, Well, you bought stuff, so you're probably okay. Right. So like you spent thirty pounds, so you might be okay. So they let us in. We talked to a couple old guys. They were just kind of chatting. Took like a half an hour to get a beer. The that bar stinks. was there was one bartender and she was mixing drinks and then it was I assume her kids like which are like ten and eleven <laughs> they were like younger than our children and they were pouring beers and she was like <laughs> she had like strict rules like they couldn't mix drinks but they could pour beer they could totally pour beer I wonder what the rules are over there I, <laughs> it was real crazy and then while we we're there like the Timberwolves were or no the Knicks were in town to play remember oh yeah and, were, and they were at this like bar also remember in the back yeah oh, I forgot. yes oh, yeah. really i'm a, i grew up a huge knicks fan i'm from jersey oh, originally i, uh, I worship uh, okay so the new york no, knicks no. were there playing a like exhibition game in yeah. london they no, played some regular season games it, it, it was, yeah, yeah. yeah it, was, it was it was it was regular season it was like the okay. M- nba in london last or yeah last year yeah Huh. Okay, yeah, um, I forgot about that. Yeah, sure. Oh, this is like, last year. In, in Norwich, your, that trip was 20,000. No, this was in London, in QPR. But right, the same year right. Norwich was down a level. Yes. Gotcha. Because Norwich is in League One. No, Champions. Or Champion League. Champions League. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, All yes. good. I, and I'm, I'm an NBA guy, too, and I didn't recognize who it was, but it was definitely like... No, dude, that guy, they were, like, for sure so, in the NBA. Yeah, but it, it, it wasn't like Porzingis before he got traded or anybody important. Sure, yeah. It was some, like the, uh, bench the 14th, like the, the three dudes from Eastern Europe that just rebound. <laughs> right. I mean, I said to Paul, and like, I went to the bathroom. I'm like, so there's like the New York Knicks is, are back there. I don't know who it is, but like, they're real tall and they stick out like a sore thumb. And then he went back. He's like, yeah, let me try to find them. But we had like no Wi Fi. You had no like, Wi Fi. Like, was horrible. Yeah. Were you guys so. kidless? Yeah. 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 We oh, didn't have wow. children. That's a trick to all. Nice. Uh, then the QPR, the QPR, we went to the game and we got... QPR was a great. It was like the best soccer experience I've had. We huh. sat like two rows off the field. Yep. And then it's, it's so the, we were pretty close to the visitor side, but they didn't let the the Preston fans sit like behind the goal. They were on the upper, upper deck mm-hmm. and then had them all partitioned off. And then they just spent the whole game singing and chanting back at the QPR fans who were super engaged with them, which was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, we, we were, like, right, right away, we just kind of had to, like, kind of drop F-bombs and point Yeah, out. like, we, we're wearing blue, so yeah, like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, might as well, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you're allowed. This is a fully, <laughs> yeah, you can say whatever the fuck you want. So. Right, okay. right. Um, and then I, the, the halftime is great at the old stadiums because, like, you can't bring beer. Yeah, you can't to, bring beer uh, to your seat. To your seat. I've heard that too, yeah. So yeah. as soon as halftime hits, everyone rushes, but like So you like go chug a Heineken. But the way this is literally but, Heineken. But, but the way it's set up though is like there's these like little rooms. So if you're in section four, you only access like the one bathroom for section four yeah. and the one like concession area. So you can't mingle or go anywhere else in the stadium. Yeah, like or, American stadiums, you can no, just no, no. wander. At, QP, at QPR, being an older stadium, it's very segmented, right? So like uh-huh. we sat on this field level, so we could only go to the bathroom on the field level and with one concession stand. However, when we went to um, Fulham, right? Good. Fulham has like... No, Fulham. Craven Cottage? Yeah, yeah, Craven College. That one looks awesome. I just it, saw that on TV. I was like, it's that. It's an amazing stadium. We've been there twice. And each time you go, or like their their area that they allow you to go to is, is bigger. Is bigger. Right? Sure. Like, whereas at QPR, it's like you have one concession stand, one male bathroom, one female bathroom per mm-hmm. section. It's very disjointed. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I don't think you would notice they had like padlock you into an area. So oh, they I don't like these, that. They have these yeah. big, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's real weird. There's a fire. I don't know like how they get around like fire. Cooks. <laughs> you probably just die in there. You don't feel really good about it. I remember 
when he went to I mean, White, when he went to White Hart Lane the first time, and I we'll come back to that in a minute here. They padlocked us into an area two, and I was like, "This is really not safe uh, at all." I don't like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so, so, I think it was kind of weird. I was sort of expecting it um, to padlock you in. Norwich was more open. Um, they had so we were like behind the kind of behind the goal, mm-hmm. so that whole behind the goal area was like one gigantic area, so you didn't feel so claustrophobic in the area. I'm not, I'm not sure you could get over to, like, the other side. Um, no. And then, and, and then Norwich had been spending money, so there was, like, a bar. Oh, yeah, because there was it, a bar, like, it feels, underneath our seats, because we bought, like, the lux, the deluxe seats. They're, like, 15 bucks more or so whatever. So we could have a, a bar that we could yeah. yeah. shut down right as halftime ended, and they're, like, get the fuck out. Yeah, oh, for good. Over. They're, like, there's, like, no hospitality. But, like, you got to go because the game is starting and we can't serve you alcohol. Yeah, as soon as the game started. Yeah, so it's different than, like, New Spurs Stadium, which they, like, want you to hang around. Yeah. You can, like, kind of pregame there, I think, at at, uh, at Craven. Um, not, sorry, uh-huh. not at Craven, at, uh, at Norwich. At Norwich, yeah. You can totally pregame. Um, but we didn't know we were at the Holiday Inn because that seemed oh, cool at the well, time. Well, you can after game at the Gun Club. Yes. Which is all in the same facility. But it, the, the, it's very regulated, I guess. I know it's, like, European regulation, but... Um, yeah, so that was kind of QPR and then Norwich and then Fulham. So like Em said, we had gone in 2013, uh, to see Spurs at White Hart Lane and then New Year's day, there's nothing to do and it rained. And I was like, this Fulham team looks like it at the cool stadium on TV. Cause I'd watched part of a man, U Fulham game and like that uh-huh. was the church. So we got in the newspaper in the hotel and looked and we jumped online and ordered tickets. Um, and they just said they would be there. They were. And so we went down there. Uh, the neighborhood is like, it's where you'd want to live if you lived in London. It's like Chelsea uh. from New York. I mean, it's like. Yeah, like East Village, New York City. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so like, Have but, you ever done the Sex in the City tour in New York City? I have not. Okay. So. <laughs> me. Okay. Anyway. Um, so, if you do the Sex in the City tour in New York City. It essentially is like the full. It's essentially Fulham. Gotcha. All right. Right. It's like I'm assuming in Sex in the City they hang out in very very cool spots. Super cool spots. Super high end. There's a nice farmers market. Like I like I like farmers markets. I'm a right. fan. Yeah. It's right, it's, it's right it's, on the river. Like you literally like are in this like neighborhood you'd want to live in, and then you turn the corner and all of a sudden it's like Craven Cottage. So yeah, it's, it's beautiful. It's super cool. Um, is that on the south coast? Where where geography wise? It's, it's it's in it's considered West London. Okay. And I think actually it's just north of Chelsea. And, and Chelsea oh. Stadium is actually in uh in the Fulham neighborhood. So Sanford Bridge is actually in the same neighborhood. Oh. So I that's think that's cool. We did Yeah, so if you ever go to London, you could do like both. Where, you, where we would stay would be like the Kensington Palace area hmm. because okay. you're a super close like tube ride or taxi ride from Fulham. And you're also like walking distance from Chelsea, walking distance to Arsenal. No, 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 that's too far. Hey, yeah, no, we walked to Arsenal. How about the Spurs? Way too far. What's that? Oh, and the Spurs. I wouldn't go to. I don't think I'd go to the Emirates. <laughs> so we, we. Well, oh, hold on. So last year we went for his 40th birthday. We went to the Emirates. Yeah. Well, hang yeah, on. So, so, so we couldn't check into our hotel. So Paul's like, let's go look at the new White Hart Lane. So we yeah. went right. Look at it. We we hadn't showered. Like, we literally got off a plane, which we left Minneapolis at, like, 6.30 at night, got to London at 7 in the morning. We drank all night. Yep. <laughs> on as one flight. does on the plane. Right. And Trying to sleep, you know? That's the only way. Transatlantic flight. We get off the plane. Paul's like, hey, we can't check into the hotel yet. Let's go see the new Tottenham Stadium. So, which, and the, for the Jackets of London, like, Spurs Stadium is, like... Probably a 35, 40 minute tube ride from like the like heart of London. Like North London is definitely a different area. Right. Like in a US city, it would be a different city. It would for be really. like Baltimore to Washington, DC. Yeah. Uh, that far. Yeah. I mean it's it's, pretty it's, far. it's it's 45 minutes from DC yeah. to Baltimore on a good day. Yeah, I mean that that's fair. Like, oh it's straight. We flew into Baltimore last time we went to flew to DC. Horrible. It was like thirty well, the airport's great. Well, it, BWI is the only airport I fly in and out of. Because I'm a southwest guy. I'm a southwest guy. It's super cheap. Too. Paul's sister lives in Charlottesville. 
I'm going there tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. It saves us buco money to fly to Baltimore and then rent a car and drive to Charlottesville as opposed to fly to Charlottesville. Yeah. I mean, it's a little ass airport. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, so we, yeah, get London in the morning. We get to the hotel. It's probably like mid morning by now. Uh, And so we leave luggage there and I'm like, let's go up to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So we get on the train, go way up there, and then there's not a for the Spurs fans. There's not we, a stop. There's not a stop yet. I know they were negotiating to put a stop in, but it's like a billion dollars to add to the stop or whatever to the two station. So if, if you Google it, it's actually kind of interesting to read about how they're trying to like get the city to pay for it. Huh. Uh, so the, the first time we were there, we walked. While we're up there, we stopped at this bar yeah, that we went I'm to. When you get the when we went to the White Hart Lane, we walked, and I'll talk about that in a second here. This time it was like a, you get off the subway and get on this like train that is just going somewhere else. So you can just get on it and go one stop, and you get to Spurs Stadium, which huh. is very weird instead of walking. So we get there, we walk around. It's MLK weekend, so it's like about a year ago exactly, and they were still under construction. Um, so we were walking around, and like the best part was like watching like. The carpet trucks for all the fancy areas of the stadium were like backed up all around the stadium. Mm. And, like the guy, they weren't even organized to like, get the carpet trucks in. They gotta get work going. So only like on, the stadium was delayed for like almost a year. Oh yeah, like, delayed forever. It's like like it's just carpet guys. Like how does MLK? That was pretty close to opening opening in the stadium, wasn't it? Yeah, well, like within like a month. Yeah, we, we, yeah. we were when we we went. We were hoping they would be early, but they weren't, which is fine. That's why we went the weekend that they played at full up. I did, I did so really have to laugh, though, because while we were there, when we went the first time for our honeymoon in 2013. Which, by the way, it's really cool that you go on all these soccer stadium trips. <laughs> As a honeymoon. I feel like that gives me some sort of wife points. Oh, absolutely. Later in life. Yeah, I'll, give you like a, I'll give you like a thousand wife points. Thank you. I appreciate well, that. So in 2013, when we ball. went, when we went. We, jumping ahead, jumping we ahead. were in the bar called, it's called the Blue Door. Okay. The Blue Bar. The Blue Bar. I'm sorry. And so we're there. I'm like the only woman in the bar. It's like a bar full of men, which, okay, whatever. And in the middle of the bar, they're like moving sofas and like love seats, like through the bar, like down into the basement, like to Just try to, to clear make out. Yeah. Yeah. So it got, it, it got really full. It got to the point where. For that place so, where she had to go to the bathroom, and I was like 90% sure that was a terrible idea because she had to go down <laughs> to the basement to this bathroom. And she was like persistent. I'm like, this is probably how my wife gets like, I'm like kidnapped I and murdered. This is how it ends. I yeah. can handle it. I'm good. So Was there still a female restroom? No, it was a unisex <laughs> restroom. Gotcha. But the second time we went, which was last year, we went to the same bar, which is now a coffee shop, an espresso, and wine bar. Really? Like the whole neighborhood around White Hart Lane has like changed, right? Uh, so it, be- it it became not a soccer townie bar, right? Where only yeah. men go. It's now like a high end wine and coffee bar it, yeah, the, where Paul and I each had a cup of coffee and it was like 20 pounds. Damn. I'm like, mm. what the hell? Yeah, it got very boutique So we went up there, the store uh. was open, I bought stuff, that's what I wanted to do. And then. On the way back to our hotel, Arsenal is like two, two or three stops. Oh. So we stopped because my our my I, I, got, I know my our eleven year old says he likes Arsenal. He's kind oh. of on it. So I was like, all right, we'll buy him something. It's fine. So we yeah. stop. Yeah, we'll stop. We stop by the stadium, and I'm like wearing Spurs stuff and holding my like gigantic Nike Spurs bag because I bought a bunch of it's stuff. Like three hundred dollars worth of Spurs gear. Well, I mean, when you know, went in North right? London. Hoff and in North London, right. <laughs> so as we walked into the Arsenal store, I made her hold the bag because I didn't I figured they wouldn't like really go after her too they bad. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're pretty uh-huh. nice. They're no, nice. Actually what you said was here, hold this. <laughs> What'd you buy? What'd you buy from the uh, Arsenal I bought store? this uh, I bought a couple polo shirts, like the Spurs ones. Then I bought like a Nike. No, no, no. for our son. Well, now, now I'm interested in what the Spurs gear was, and then, <laughs> then the Arsenal. Arsenal. The Arsenal's a bunch of red crap that you probably already lost. Um, I like <laughs> the Spurs. Yeah, a couple nice polo shirts, and then I got like a Nike jacket that I'm sure I paid like three hundred dollars for because it says Nike and Spurs on it. But it's they pretty make nice shit though. They make. They do. Yeah. I, whenever yeah. I buy, I got. I think I got one on. Oh, I do. I got a. T- I got a nice Tottenham. Uh, just. 
shirt, but it's like a nice oh, yeah. quality, yeah. you know? They, they, That's really nice. They have improved yeah. their, uh, their gear. I also really enjoy your red and black uh, buffalo plaid look. That's very northern. Oh, I'm a, I'm a flannel guy. I'm, I'm all flannel all the time. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Um, we, when we went to so, so the, when we went to Tottenham, I totally made an ass of myself because I'm like in their in their window, right, of this new stadium. They had who was oh, the they, player? They had uh, so they had this huge NFL section, right? So huge. I, I, I and so I'm pretty sure like if you're an NFL fan, you go to the Spurs stadium because you could buy like all the teams, all the teams. They even had like buy your Tennessee Titans. Yeah. And go to on their online store. They've got NFL stuff on their online store now. Right, but they had more. They had actually more NFL stuff in the Tottenham store than they did Tottenham stuff. Well, I would say that. Like I mean, the whole, so, so the I, whole first level was like all NFL. They're, they're, like, they're definitely like markings. I think if like you're in London and you, any team you support, you can go up there and get. It. So you could go buy Mark all your Atlanta Falcons gear you want, which is probably hard to find in London. Like yeah, that was kind of unique. So they had all 32 teams there, well organized with everything, uh, and then they had a Derek Carr. They had a bunch of Raiders stuff. Sounds like a trash jersey. To me. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> they had a bunch of Raiders stuff like in the windows. That was that was back when like oh maybe they'll like actually move them to London before the Las, Las Vegas. Vegas yeah. 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 yeah, I feel like isn't Jacksonville London's team? Yeah. Well, because so right? at, so at Fulham, the, Jackson, the owner of Jacksonville owns Fulham. Yeah. Oh shit! You just blew my mind. Yeah, yeah that's so, so. First time we were at Fulham, we saw them on that New Year's Day thing on a whim. Uh, into the we went into the store and they had like Jaguars stuff. Uh. Um, not much of it. Trying. Then the second time we went when they played Spurs last year, we went back into the Fulham store and they had a little bit more. But it was, I don't think it was really caught on. But it sounds like though when they play there, like you watch the NFL, like Jacksonville is fairly popular for a London team. Right? They, they play, play every year. year. I think they yeah. play every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's like it's usually at Wembley, right? But now it's at Spurs Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. something they'll have to like figure out what the schedule is. I assume at some point they'll like move a team to the Spurs Stadium. I remember post uh, NFL games at Wembley, the field was just shit. Whenever yes. when Tottenham was playing there. Yeah, because it was just destroyed. Yeah, yeah it's all football. <laughs> football. The Spurs Stadium now they have um, like two pitches, so they can like roll out the NFL field. I've heard yeah. that. Yeah, and then they have an NFL pitch built into that. And then yeah, they did, crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So um, today was a. Uh, I, I'm not sure. Do you do all like English soccer on your? Uh, yeah, basically. The point of the podcast is like it's mainly Tottenham and Manchester United, but we do all Premier League okay. and the Premier League teams and like Champions League and FA Cup and all that. That all right, stuff. So let me just take two minutes of your time. Today sure. was a big day. Okay. Harry and Meghan announced that they're no longer going to be senior royals. You could also not care about this. I don't know what that so, means. No, now I, I kind of care. Like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. And what does go that ahead. mean? What does that mean? So, it means that as royal family members, that they're giving up their senior royal status. They're giving up their money, right? And they're okay. going to split half their time between Canada and the United Kingdom. Britain. Wow, that is a big deal. Right, it's a big deal. He was always the one to do it. What, what, Harry? Yeah. Seemed like a the kind of a party boy that I might get along with. Totally. Yeah, like, yes. I would love to hang out with both of them because, like, I feel like she just kind of is like, fuck you to all establishment. And I like, like Meghan Markle on suits. So did I. I love Good show. <laughs> My wife and I loved suits together. Suits is a great show. <laughs> I still have to watch that. Oh. Do you want us to chat about White Hart Lane for the Spurs fans? Like yeah, that? yeah. I want to hear about so, old White Hart Lane. Okay, and then so, Hart, White, White Hart Lane. Picture? The picture. The Rolls Royces? Or the Range Rovers? No. Uh, I, if I can find old pictures, I can send them to you guys, too. Yeah, I'll use whatever. it as the uh, the episode picture. If I can find Okay, so okay. we yeah we went 2013. Uh, it was... Must have been not the Boxing Day game. Must have been like the weekend between Boxing Day and New Year's. Yeah, they hosted Stoke. Um, Spurs won three nothing, and I think Adebayor drew a penalty. Soldado scored, and I want to say Townsend scored. Oh, Andre, uh, he had Andre a big Townsend article on that. Uh, like, yeah, he's remember, been great at Crystal Palace. Yes, and, and a lot of like Aaron Lennon doing stuff like kind of that era. So it was post Bale, 
mm. pre-patch that like uh, they had nice just fired. Yeah, uh, nice to see a win. They had just fired AVB. So it was. Um, I have a T-shirt that says "I'm down with AVB." Right, with his face on it, which I was all ready to wear to our game that we were going to on our honeymoon, and then they fired him like literally while we were on the plane. It happens. Yes, it happens. Um, Whatever. So fire. You know what? AVB is living the better life. Yes, yes. So we the tickets were challenging to get because it was like kind of pre, like they were okay with like non-supporters getting in there you know if like no you had to give them your passport yeah so we had to create like a spurs account and yeah like have done that online and then like sync it up through our passport and then they were supposed to like get our tickets to us at the hotel and that didn't happen because they only shipped them back then within the united kingdom so you sort of like went to london like hoping these tickets would be at this hotel for you they weren't and we're kind of like communicating online and they say we'll be at the will call so we just go up there, um, take the train. I wanted to walk like through the neighborhood. Yeah. We so get off the train. There was like a couple Stoke fans also walking. And this is probably like two or three hours early. So it wasn't like full of fans. And I try to like chat with them. Like uh, if you're walking to a, a any sporting football event, game. Yeah. Yeah. Like the other fan would the talk tailgate to into the NFL stadiums is all. Just right. Or like if you go to a baseball game, like you're not going to fight. Like I'm not going to fight a White Sox fan at a Twitter. Right. Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but, like, Stoke guys just were, like, grumbled and walked quickly ahead of us. So, it was, like, you're just not allowed to talk because I was obviously yes. wearing Spurs stuff and they were wearing Stoke stuff. And that's fine. And what year did you start watching? I started in 2011. So, like, Bale okay. was kind of my dude. Oh, nice. Uh, so, like, Harry was just fired and then AVB and then Bale kind of, like, took off and became a star. Nice. Yeah. So, looked- so, like, anything before I was looking at, like, Team of the Decade stuff and it was, like, anything before 2011 just sort of, like, kind of formed me, like, yeah, yeah. Like, Luka Magic played there and Van der Vaart. You know, in, in, the guys, yeah. Anything before that is like I have to like read about it because I don't have like a memory of them. And like, yeah. that was kind of pre-NBC Sports too, which just makes it harder. Um, so we, Matt, we walk Matt and walk. Game yeah. Tremendously in the United States. The NBC app. Yes, yeah, so I was trying to explain to like people like it's the AM soccer thing is why it's catching on. It's and great. Remember, like, and it's like people don't watch soccer. Like I don't think that's why I'm like, you're not, you don't get the culture at all. Like in, in the twin cities and for any of your listeners out there, if you're ever in the twin cities, the Minneapolis Spurs bar, we have our own bar called part wolf uh-huh. kind of by the university of Minnesota. And like, even on like the Middlesbrough FA cup game, there's probably like 30 guys there. That's like, awesome. And after for the champions league final, like we like build in like the outside of the park next to the bar. So it's super cool. cool community like i work at a middle school like a low-income middle school and they donated a bunch of like school supplies to the school so like it's kind of cool to watch like the spurs the minneapolis spurs supporter group become like an active part of the twin cities you guys having a party for a liverpool game this weekend uh yeah there's a bunch of emails going out about how you can't bring your liverpool friends i like the bar because during the champions league final some guy showed up and was kind of a tool to start and then as soon as they called that handball bullshit handball yeah i don't want to talk bullshit. about that too much but as soon as they called that he's like clapping and then someone salah put it in he was just like going on yeah, and, on, and everyone's, everyone's like why are you here he's like i don't even like liverpool i'm just here like oh. so, so you're, you're, really, you're really just a troll then but to be fair yeah. like i went to the tottenham game the tottenham norwich game with paul what was it last week Mm-hmm. when they played and like his group would not talk to me because i was wearing a norwich jersey with harry it was harry kane's norwich jersey <laughs> that's a cool ass jersey it, it was it was the best she was like one day she's like on ebay she's like should i just get this like, like yes it was like one of those things in the world I, like, yeah especially yeah, ordered it, right yeah and like they wouldn't talk to me at all at halftime they're like so right, it was so harry She's overselling this. So at halftime of the game, we always do whoever's new to the bar. They, you have to introduce yourself and you get like welcomed. Yeah. So they did that. It was because it was Norwich Spurs. Like it was kind of a less attended, you know, Saturday morning game. Sure. It was funny whatever it was. It was a tie. That was a, mm, that was a tough game to watch. A bad game. Yes. And uh, they're like, who's the Norwich person and she's like i'm paul's wife and then i'm like well, I, that's not gonna help the case at all they're like hi paul's wife and i'm like ah oh, yeah so 
So the, the game ended and she just wanted to go. People I think would have talked to her. No, so, it was like, like they were not like welcoming. Like I was like, I was like, I don't know if I want to wear this jersey. Like I feel like your group is very welcoming. And he was like, I, I, no, I, no, I probably t- talked about because we've had Arsenal fans come and Chelsea fans come and like uh, to the Spurs games, and it's like gotten yeah. like awkward because it's like one dude just comes to be like difficult. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so, so we kind of set up as like a bar, like. In quadrants, or just like no, like well, one time they asked someone to leave because like it got in the bartender was like, yeah, you should probably just go, buddy. Like you're not here to like hang out. Yeah. So she was all worried about the Norwich thing. So I, I don't think like they're gonna like throw out a Norwich fan. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, they're they just happy that Premier League fans are in the bar. I, I would assume, right? They also didn't like feel welcome though. So it's yeah. not like. But if you're a Spurs fan, I recommend coming because it's pretty chill. People bring their dogs. What's it called? Uh, it's called Part Wolf. No, Part Wolf. I always like to shout out soccer bars because soccer yeah. bars in America, they house the culture of Premier League soccer and they're everywhere. It's they're they're everywhere. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. so it, it's like a punk bar at night, it's like punk bands. Mm-hmm. It's in the East African neighborhood. Like of like well, it's like a very like, high. The bar is called No Man. No, it's not Chase Names. Oh, it did. Yeah. So, so the neighborhood is in is like very East African, very Somali based. So it's like yeah, I heard you have a big Somali population in, in Minnesota. We do, we do, and they live right around there, which is near the University of Minnesota. So it's like a, and then it's open for all Spurs games. So even like the six thirty a.m. you know FA Cup Middlesbrough games, they'll they'll be open for them. That's a fun it, game it, too. I mean, yeah. obviously not the result you want, but it's a fun game to watch. Fun game to watch. Um, sorry. So real quick with White Hart Lane, I know we probably talked a long time here. Uh, so we have an walk, hour if we want it. We can go up to an hour. Okay. So the the uh, <laughs> we walk and walk and walk to get to the stadium because we didn't know what the train thing. It's like a twenty five minute walk. It's a really rough neighborhood. White Hart Lane. To White Hart Lane, like there's kind of garbage on the streets. Like it definitely feels like a rundown neighborhood. The first time we went. First time we get up there, get up there. There's really nowhere to hang out. Like we like kind of try and buy a hot dog like from a street vendor guy but it's like not like people don't really hang out like it doesn't feel like is it like baltimore yeah it's not like it's the opposite of baltimore it's uh-huh. so yeah so it feels a little rough uh there's like this we have to get our tickets and like the, the ticketing booth is literally like this building that was probably built like 200 years ago so we stand in line we're just like kind of this natural anxiety like are they even gonna have our tickets they yeah. did thankfully uh, then there was this the most disgusting bathroom of all time, like in the stadium. So I, I, no, no, outside the stadium, like it's like this public bathroom made of old brick. It's closed now. They, they they tore it out when we went back <laughs> last time. But I was like, I gotta go in there just to see it. Like it was, it, it reminded the bathroom from like um, <gasps> I can't think of the movie. Uh, the Scottish movie where they do a bunch of heroin. Um, I don't get that one. What's it called? Train's body. Oh, I, I've heard of that one. Yes, if you've seen Trench Lighting, there's a bathroom reference. It felt like that. Can I, I like drug minute? movies. Can you put a pin in that for a minute? Have you ever, have you guys ever talked about the Scottish League? Oh, hold on. Yeah, we, we talk about Celtic and uh, Rangers. Okay. That's really it. Mainly because oh. there's a U.S. Mas- men's national team that played on uh, Celtic last year. Right. Timothy Way, yeah. Yeah. So, you, yeah. so just as a sidebar, in August of this year... We went to Scotland cool. for, like, nine days. We had a day, we, had a day to kill in Edinburgh, we like, so we went to the Hibs. But we went to other stadiums. So Edinburgh looks like the most fun city ever. Edinburgh's amazing. It was so fun. Don't go in August. Or if you do go in August, it's during Fringe Festival. Yeah, just be prepared. I like, that's what I like. I like a com, uh, comedian that does Fringe okay. Festival. So Perfect. It's full, it's full of every, all of Europe is there. There's, like, all gotcha. tourists, right? Oh, that's the only drawback. So yeah. we were there for that day. We went to the Hibs St. Mirren game. Um, and that are was they like, Premiership? They are the top tier. They're both like kind of mid table teams typically. Okay. I think St. Mirren is kind of like a. Yeah, it was really weird. A yo yo team that goes up and down. I was like, I bought a book for the flight to try and catch up on the Scottish League. Uh-huh. It's basically just Rangers and, and Celtic win, and everyone else doesn't matter. Except yeah. Aberdeen used to be coached by Sir Alex for all the Man U fans out there. Oh, really? So in the 80s, that's how he, before he was Man U coach, he coached Aberdeen, which is this, like, rustic... Aberdeen um, is, like, a port city a port on city? the Great Lakes. Uh. So if you've been to Chicago or Cleveland or Duluth or, one of those, that, or Milwaukee, it's, like, one of those cities. Yeah, that's uh. Aberdeen. So Aberdeen has a little bit of a culture, um, you know, back in the 80s. It was the St. Mirren-Hibbs game was kind of fun. 
Um, you could definitely tell like the soccer's just not as good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like but, on the on the train ride from Manchester, so we took a train from Manchester to Edinburgh, and there's like a huge black bachelor party on uh, the train with us. And they're like, "You're gonna go watch a Scottish soccer." Like, what do they call Scottish it? Stag stag game? party? A stag a party? Stag so party. yeah, so yeah, yeah. They, so they get on the they get on the train. They have like loads of beer, right? Paul and I are like, "This immediately got better." Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, how do you want to entertain us? And it was like the best train ride ever. Uh, it, it was pretty fun. I was trying to figure out one of the guys was a Spurs. So they, they live like past or north of Manchester. So we got, when we flew in, we flew in through Manchester. So we went through Manchester to Edinburgh on this three hour train ride. Uh-huh. And like probably two of the six stops on the way, these guys all got on and they were kind of a variety of fans. There's a couple of Bolton fans because that's in that Manchester uh-huh. area. And one guy was a Spurs fan. So I sort of assumed they'd all be like kind of locally based, so like Wigan fans or whoever's in kind of that area. But the yeah. first guy was like, no, no, I've just always been a Spurs fan. So I don't know if it's like his father was. So it was fun to talk to him. But as soon as they said, like, what are you going to Edinburgh? And we're like, oh, we're going to catch the Hib- Hibs game. Hibs game. They were all like, don't wait. That's a waste of time. Like, That's a garbage league. league. is awful. <laughs> like, fuck them. But then, but then as soon as they figured out, like, oh, we're, we're like, you guys are from the States, so you're used to bad soccer. and that's Right. right. They're like, well, it's not. It's like probably equivalent to MLS, so don't worry about it. I wonder. Like, I wonder if it right? is. But what do you think not, of MLS? Is MLS good? When we went to the Hibs game, it was, like, horrific. There's no it's worse than MLS? Base. Yeah, there's no fan base. Well, no, the fans are fine. Just the quality of soccer is just pretty low. Like it felt like there's nothing to do. Yeah, the stadium was also like the 1880s, and like they had not done any upgrades to it. So you just kind of sit in your seat and watch kind of bad soccer. Mm. Whereas, like at least like if like Allianz Field where the Minnesota United Loons play, it's like they built the stadium a year ago. It's brand new. It's yeah. super fun. Are the fans cool? The fans yeah. are great. Yeah, I mean, we, we have, the, the, even last year when we went to Orlando, like we went to or an Orlando City game. Yeah, but our fans were like super cool, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know if Orlando City is actually a very good team, but I think like they were they're good last year, weren't they? Uh, I don't think uh, they were in the playoffs, but their I, fans yeah. were like super cool. Like they met at a bar and they like walked to the stadium and then they had an after party, like. And we weren't even Orlando City fans. Yeah, that was, that, that was the same thing that I just kind of figured out. Like, I went on, like, Twitter and figured out who their supporters groups were. And then, like, tweeted at them, like, hey, I'm going to be down there. Can I hang out? And I got invited to, like, these bars. Yeah, and they were, I'm like, sure, yeah. they're so, super inclusive. This is yeah, camaraderie among American soccer fans in general. I don't think yeah, it's yeah, right. like, related. They're like, you seriously want to reach out? I'm like, yep. And so they hung, we hung out. That was fun. Um, yeah, the Hibs same thing was fine. I'm not trying to go see an English, a Scottish soccer thing again. No, I oh, would. Or, I would go or, see a tier, like, three Scottish soccer teams. Celtic Rangers would probably be. Yes. That would be sweet. That would be sweet. I'd also see, like, a super low-level team, like Inverness versus Aberdeen. Aberdeen. Or, like, and a low-level stadium. Like, the one stadium we went to was legit right on the North Sea. Huh. Like, That's cool. Yeah. Right? It was, like, the coolest view ever. Like, but it's probably Whether the equivalent of like. Whether you suck at soccer or not, I'm looking at the North Sea. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 that felt like a high school stadium. I mean, there was so like uh, the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Yeah, yes, totally. Basically, it's that. just like that. <laughs> right it makes me wonder though, like when these teams like draw like Celtic, like this is ridiculous. Like how can this yeah. team that has like 2,000 Wikipedia seats even compete with like one of these major? I mean, they're in Europa well. League now, I believe, right? And Rangers. Yes, yes, yes. Um, trying to think what else here. Oh, so it's White Hart Lake. Yeah, so super long walk. Very cool, like, beat up old neighborhood. When we got into the stadium, same thing. Like, the uh, when you entered it, at White Hart Lane, I'm sorry, they had these, like, concrete barriers. So, like, I stepped in, took a right, went through a gate, took a left. And this is all, like, within, like, a foot of each other. Huh. Another right. So you kind of like go in and make like a kind of like a Z shape. Like a maze, yeah. Like a maze. So like there's no way you like fans could bum rush the stadium. Uh, and I was like, and I'd gone through two turnstiles that locked. Um, huh. And then so I'm super separated from Emily at that point in time. So it was a little nerve wracking. Yeah, yeah, you want to keep so the close to the like, country. So you, you have to get in, like you have to get there early because you can't just get like 10,000 folks in right away. It goes huh. really, really slow. Once we got in, like, you kind of get, like, put into – you're going to go up to your section. 
we were like midfield, upper deck towards the top. We figured about mid, mid pitch table. And was the stadium super small? Like, did it feel small? Yeah, it's like thirty thousand feet. People felt like a yeah, it felt smaller than like an MLB baseball stadium, kind of like the size of like an NBA or NHL arena. I would say, obviously, uh-huh. like, you know, fan wise, obviously bigger, you know, playing area. Um, same thing as QPR. They like padlocked these big wood doors into an area. Um, as soon as halftime hit, everyone just runs and like slams a cheap bottle of Heineken or whatever, and then goes back to their seats. Um, <laughs> it was really dark and really cold that night, and like everyone was wearing black. It was had this kind of like kind of creepy funeral. What the Spurs game? The kind of creepy funeral feel to it. Sure. Huh? Oh, first time. And then um, there's like as I've said, like there's just there were no women there. It's like packs of old men and packs of young men. That's wild. Um, That's wild. And then it's like we're walking around. We saw another couple. Like I mean, like you and your wife, like you would take her to a. Washington Wizards game and not think about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think a couple would go to a Spurs game back in the day because there's just no people there. We saw. So, so, so then as we're leaving, we oh then we're we're having unrelated but cash problems. Like we're not we didn't have cash because the ATMs in that area, our bank was probably rejecting these like sketchy. Banks. Yeah, like what? What the hell? So there's, no, there's no at the time there was no like bank in North London, right? And so like our U.S. bank or whatever debit card wasn't working so we had to go to like a larger atm so we get there and then there's like two somali women also trying to like access or also accessing the atm huh. and i, I was like we, i didn't think I we saw, get two somali references on here but i, I keep going <laughs> yeah i was i was like oh my god okay i feel comfortable so i said to them wassalam alaikum right like hello and they were like hi in their language i put my card in and we got our cash but it was very odd feeling that like like, i felt so comfortable as soon as i saw them i'm like it's gonna be okay yeah nice because because all stories end with minnesotans talking to somalians to make you feel comfortable apparently yeah Yeah. it was pretty bad so at the end of the day it was a great trip like the the first time to North London was great, and we experienced what it was really like. And then when we went back this last year, it's so different. You can see how it's so commercial. So, yeah, we, we obviously couldn't go in; it was under construction. But like, as you can see from the pictures, like this just beautiful. Um, and the neighborhood has changed. And the neighborhoods changed. Like, so if you've been in London before, when you're you know when you're a tourist, you're kind of in the better neighborhoods. And as you walk around, like every third building is basically like trying to sell you real estate. Yeah. Like these million dollar, like buy a flat for 1.2 million pounds or whatever. That's yeah. very common when you walk around like the nice parts of London. That's interesting. Because it, it's up for debate whether stadiums in the U.S. improve the local economy. And I think yes. in Nats Park, before Nats Park came around in D.C., like that area very much improved. So it's interesting to I hear that, that. Like, Spurs Stadium did that. Before Nats was, the Nats Park was there, that was kind of like a really, really rough Horrible. Camp. Yeah. Horrible area. And yeah, that, you just wouldn't like, go. But then the soccer stadium went up there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's a hot spot. And now it's like kind of a cool place to stay. It's yeah, great. it's a great. So, it'd yeah, be so, a great so place the, to get an Airbnb, honestly. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Right. So yeah, so White Hart Lane. I mean, I would. Or I guess now it's Tottenham Hotspur Stadium or whatever. Nike Village, whatever they finally paid for it or whatever <laughs> the <thing> it was. Um, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, the neighborhood really has changed, which is interesting. It was like fun to like see how much you got off the train the second time we're like whoa it's yeah like there's like, like you're, expect, you're probably bracing yourself for uh yeah for like kind of this rough <laughs> well you know if you live in a big city there's like the rougher neighborhood you gotta just be a little more aware of when you're walking around yeah and this just is not that anymore which is which is interesting at least with this, i'm sure if you walk like 10 minutes in one direction or whatever but from like the right. from the public transportation access to the stadium they definitely spent a lot of money and like more kind of restaurants and stuff has popped yeah. up yeah. How would you compare the feel between old White Hart Lane and new White Hart Lane? Uh, we, we didn't go in, obviously. We just, oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. it wasn't a game. We went, yeah, we went to go see Our Spurs the other guy on the podcast did go to that. He, he went there last year. Totally different. Yeah. yeah. I mean, did, like the neighborhood is totally different. Did, did he see White Hart Lane too? Or? He, no, he never saw the original White Hart okay. Lane. I mean, the original White Hart Lane was like, you go in, you are locked into your area. There, your seat is like 
probably a third of the size of a seat of at an Oh, that's kind of a yes. Like apparently, it must have been much smaller back in like 1920. Because <laughs> you really, you're really it was World War One. They were on rations. So everyone yeah, could right. fit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was just really, it was just really tight and really small, and like that was just what you what you put up with. Uh-huh. Like there was no. That was just what you did. Yeah, I was gonna say it's safe for everybody listening. Like, if you do, I always check out the Spurs Stadium. But if you can get into like QPR or Crystal Palace, looks really cool. Or Middlesbrough look cool on TV. Middlesbrough looks cool. Yeah, yes, yeah. One of those smaller ones. And like now with the internet, I mean, like from 2013 to going back to this, any of the teams in East this England past year. I mean, we, we, like getting tickets was really, I thought really challenging in 2013. Like mm-hmm. the Spurs thing, we didn't know. The phone thing, we just bought them, like, on a whim that day. And we drove down there and, like, oh, we found the ticket thing. We went down there on Fulham on that New Year's Day, bought two tickets. They only gave us one ticket. And, and, and the ticket ticket guy said, oh, no, it's fine. Both your tickets are on this one. You scan it in. So then I went into Craven Cottage and, like, scanned. And then, like, the machine, like, sucked it in. And then, like, the, the metal bar thing, like, pushed me in. Uh-huh. Stuck outside. So I was like, how does she get in? And they're like, she needs a ticket. I'm like, there's supposed to be two tickets. Oh, no. separated. And then she just happened to be with a guy who's like, I have a free ticket. Again, it goes back to like how nice the phone neighborhood is. is so he, just, he, he just scanned her ticket in. We went in. We turned around. He and his family. He, he was just gone. So all we had was this ticket, but it still had his name and address. So we sent him a thank you card oh, with, with our nice. stuff on it. But he never contacted us back. So I don't know if he got it or not. Also, like a sidebar, like this is the context for the Fulham neighborhood. So my favorite drink is a vodka soda. Okay. Great drink. Yeah. Great. Um, their rail vodka at the bar next door to Fulham to Cavern Cottage is kettle one. That's yeah. That's not what you find in your typical uh, right. American establishment. I, rail. I went there. I'm like, I will stay here all night. Like, <laughs> I will sit on I think this. It's bar absolute at best. Rail here. Yes, yes. Like I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. Just you keep them coming. So, anything else with the stadium stuff or? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. That was. Those are lovely uh, stories. I mean. I have not gone to a stadium. I've only been watching Premier League like two and a half years, pretty much. Okay. So I'm new. So I I have to go. Like I have another kid on the way in March, so I don't know how quickly it's going to happen. But yeah, I'm just going to ask you. So my cousin is. This is kind of weird, but my cousin is moving to Baltimore. Okay. In July, because she's attending Johns Hopkins. Nice. Yeah. For there's neighborhoods. (laughs) There's neighborhoods she should live in. Okay, like, can you, could you advise or? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to send you an email or tell you yeah, now? Yeah, that'd be great. If you can send an email. Yeah, I'll like, send, I'll send Paul. I think I have both your emails, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's, there's actually, yeah, there's a, there's so many good neighborhoods in Baltimore. I don't mean to scare anybody off of it. Like, there's one called Fed Hill where it's just beautiful and then Fells Point and there's plenty of places to live in Baltimore. And But if you get in the wrong neighborhood, it is it is one of the most dangerous cities in, right. in the United States. I think that's what because like, she's coming for one year. And we've all watched The Wire. She's one, she went to medical <laughs> school in Milwaukee, or in Wisconsin, and this is her, like, one-year addition. John Hopkins, they're in, like, it's northeast of the city. And, and actually, Baltimore is kind of sprawled out, like like how London it is, it sounds right. like. But So, like, you're driving 10, 15 miles outside of the center of the city, and it's fine. It's like, what's weird when you go to Baltimore, if you go downtown, it's so ghetto. Like, and, and then East Baltimore is no good, but then like anywhere else is, is fine. And it's like suburby really. Yeah. We actually, we flew into Baltimore two years ago with our kids. Cause it was so much cheaper than flying to DC. Right. It uh, like, it's a better airport too. And it's close. Right. And so we took a train, like a high speed train and they both were like, Oh yeah, we fly in like Baltimore's our airport. I'm like, uh, let's not let's just reserve that. Yeah. yeah. Did you fly southwest into Baltimore? We did fly southwest both ways. It's it got, was so cheap. Yeah, I feel like this is turned into a southwest uh, commercial. I, like I mentioned it some, twice. But. You should get some credit from Southwest because they, I'll get my points. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have points too, but like you, you're holding the podcast. Like you should. <laughs> 
You should get something. Yeah. Well, we get nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so before we go, what, so you just jumped into Premier League a couple years ago then? or? Yeah. So the podcast is me. I'm new. I came from NBA. I was actually an NBA reporter, like low level for a few years. But then I started oh, watching okay. soccer. Uh, then Brad, he's the rooster on the podcast. He's yep. been watching Tottenham since like 2014, 2015. And then Jimmy's the devil. He's been watching Man United since like 20 years ago. So they started force feeding me soccer information. I realized I could watch it on TV at 7:30, like when my brand new baby daughter gets up. That's so. Right. So, so, the, so that's when, I, when the kids were super little. That's kind of because I was awake anyway. So you're already playing do clothes on the floor. You might as well the TV. Yeah. Right? So, and she's so she, she's like sack about already. Uh, I, I work for the government, like many uh, Marylanders. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, biomedical industry, though. So. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, a little more cool. noble, bipartisan, yeah, no, if cool. you will. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Paul's a psych- school psychologist, and I'm a special ed director. So, nice. all right. We understand the 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 government aspect of it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta play the game, especially yeah. around here. Yeah, we're both state employees, I suppose. Yeah, we're both state employees. I guess. <laughs> look that way. State employees in the United States uh, for each state is the highest paid one is football coaches, right? Yeah, right. You don't not, see that crap. After today, I'm not exactly sure. I'm excited to like proclaim that I'm from the United States. Well, CJ Fleck, the CJ other Fleck two guys, Fleck, yes. the other two guys, both went to Western Michigan. They're alumni of Western Michigan on the podcast, so they love oh, PJ. They, oh, they are? Really? They are, yeah. Oh, small world. Okay, uh, yeah. So, yeah, we uh, they tell them. Roll the boat. Well, thank you. Roll yeah. the boat. <laughs> the black thing is. We like, love the rolling of the boat. The black thing is catching on here big time. He killed it at Western, too. Yes. Yeah, he's yeah. really good. Yeah, he's the, great. The funny talk around here is I was like, what if he leaves for an SEC school? My argument is that means he won the Big Ten. Like, yeah, he's deal. Good. Deal. It's like, fine. Right. Yeah, it's fine if he actually wins something. So, yeah. We'll oh, that's take cool. It. All yeah. right, uh, so we've got about three and a half minutes, so I just want to get your take on Spurs for the rest of the season. Why I'm looking at that you. beautiful Spurs hat on your right. head right now. Uh, we – oh, man. <laughs> we'll get through – we'll get past Leipzig in the Champions League. I like it. And that's probably it. <laughs> Hopefully they sell Timo in the, in the meantime. In the, yeah. Um, I was kind of hoping for like an FA Cup run. That seems like a very Mourinho thing to do. So he's like, no, no, I want a trophy. Yeah, uh, I hope. An FA Cup, I, I would be happy with an FA Cup. I'd be happy with an FA Cup too. Uh, and then as for the league, I don't know. I feel like they, they just threw away so many points here over the Christmas holidays. Like Europa League? Uh, yeah, I suppose they could drop into that. I don't know. I feel like, feel like down of the day, we'll probably like semifinals out of the out of the FA Cup and nothing, you know, Champions League quarterfinals maybe yeah coming like fifth or sixth in the Europa League next year and then it kind of depends like is I don't know if if uh Marino's gonna bring in like his guys and like sure up depends the if Levy line. opens up the checkbook man I, who and knows what, so when Potch left I think I think Ben and Blazers talked about it or what some other podcast talked about it was Spurs had spent the 17th most money in the Premier League during Potch's time Huh. Yeah. And he, 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 he third or fourth every single time, which makes it so frustrating because the team is like right on the edge of being really, really good. Um, I mean, he, even like Potch made the joke when like Van Dyke signed with Liverpool. He's like, you know, he's like, I asked Levy for Levy for a washing machine and I get a dryer and Klopp asks for a washing machine. He gets, you know, like a whole longer man or whatever his quote yeah. was. Yeah. Um, so they're just kind of like if they're gonna win the Premier League, you just have to spend. Yeah, they need two or three more star players, and I don't know. What yeah, do. I mean, is there any? This is hypocrisy. I know what I'm about to say is hypocrisy, but you look at Coutinho sold from Liverpool. They're able to buy Allison, Van Dyke. Are there any players such as Harry Kane or, Harry or Kane Sonny? You want to sell? No, of course not. Of course not. But. You know, any players that you think would be high sell right now for high oh. value? Uh, well, I feel like Erickson's as good as gone, right? Yeah, uh, and it sounds like they're only going to get 20 or 30 because... He's kind of, he kind of washed him out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he doesn't look yeah, good this year. Yeah, yeah, he does. He looked really, yeah, he looked good in the, the, the Norwich game for sure. Like, he had that nice PK, or not PK, yeah, PK, but... Yeah, yeah, free kick. 
Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. Um, I mean, Harry's the one probably only one can really bring in like a huge windfall of money. Yeah. But you otherwise, can't, can't sell him. You can't sell him though. But they also can spend money because I think they were the most profitable team in the world in 2018. Like we like I do remember like someone posting that on like Reddit or one of those first things I was on. Like even though they built a stadium, they're still super profitable. So somewhere that money has to be. It's just a matter if they're going to spend it or not. Yeah. So, but I'll stay optimistic. I mean, they're they're very good. They're always loaded. Like I don't like feel like Chelsea and Arsenal are kind of like no longer these. And even Man U. Sorry, Chelsea uh, drops like so that the, fourth spot in Champions League is wide open for sure. Right. It's like it's only really City Liverpool that actually like are going to like continue to like stay at the top for a few yeah. years. Yeah. But but but, but, but if Pep leaves City, they might fall apart too. That's an older roster. Hope they so. haven't really done much to like. I mean, they sort of just run into the ground. Those guys are all at some point going to fall apart. So yeah, you see that Bernardo uh, Silva goal against Manchester United in the Carabao Cup just yesterday. No, I have a coworker who's a big City fan. I walked in this morning to work, and he's like, "You got to get on Twitter and look at it." I'm like, it's okay, a good call. It's okay. worth yeah, a watch. That's what he said. So I will have to go check it out after this. So nice. Yeah. All right. Then uh, lastly, favorite goal of the season thus far. Is there oh. any that stick out? Oh man, uh, it is tough. I put you on the spot. Or actually, fine. We'll we'll open it up to your Spurs tenure. We'll skip Lucas Mora's. Uh, okay. Last minute goal though. Um, probably one of the bail goals. I don't know which one in like twenty. The year he won the Player of the Year in like twenty thirteen. Because that's what really like cemented my Spurs fandom. Yeah. Because I was like, this guy's. I was convinced myself he was the third best player in the world behind Messi and Ronaldo at the time. We always remember, call him the galloping horse. Yeah. And, like, and that was still like, they were still kind of a cool team to follow. Like, oh, jump in on like, cause they're not really good yet. Yeah. Um, I kind of picked them cause I was doing some Googling and, and it was like, they're basically, they're the Vikings are kind of this like team that's always sort of good, but never actually wins anything. Yeah. Um, which is like, you know, like, Awesome Saints win where probably was the 49ers that like we've all watched this movie before. I'm just sort of pre- prepping myself for how the NFL season ends for me. And that's how Spurs fandom in my short window has felt like. That, <laughs> yes. Well, even like the last of the Champions League run, like when they played City and Sterling scored, I was like, God, this game yeah. is hard out. Then they call it back, so you get all the excitement, and it's like this constant tease. Which that game doesn't get enough credit. Actually, that, that second leg. Uh, no, that was. City. Yeah, that was that was um, so the the part wolf is on my way home from work. Uh-huh. So I like took off right like the kids got on the buses like at two forty five and I was in my car like at two forty seven. I'm probably supposed to stay longer. <laughs> and I just like zoomed over to the bar to like watch the last twenty minutes. Yeah. Uh yeah. And I was like so I needed. <laughs> whereas the IX game, I got in my car, I thought they were done. So I drove home and I couldn't it wasn't like streaming to my, I could get it to, to stream. I usually, if you put it on your, I don't watch it, but I put it on the audio. Oh, I do it all the time. Yeah. I put it and, on my little magnet. Yeah. I'm, I'm listening. Yeah. So I'm listening and it wasn't working. So I got home and I thought it was still, there still down to, to nothing. So uh-huh. I flipped the IX game on and like the 90th minute, basically. Uh-huh. So I was home by myself and like I was with Lucas scored. I like, Scream! The dog got all excited. I'm like, oh, I should have gone to the, the bar. It was super. I terrified like, my dog that day. I yeah, was banging the ceiling, and my dog yeah, every time I watch soccer, he she's just like, yeah, I was yeah, I was doing the same thing. Like, I'm like dancing on my house, you know, in my work clothes at three o'clock in the afternoon, like a weirdo. So, but that was great. Uh, yeah, gotta love those Champions League games. That was when that you can was catch them. Yeah. yeah, I hope. Yeah, I hope. I, I, even an FA Cup run would be fun. It's something to cheer for. I feel like yeah. They just get, they're just giving away points against these semi these mid-table teams. It's been a bad year. Yeah, they play Wolves and they play these Everton kind of the mid teams. Like they're just not going to beat them enough to get enough points. They can't dominate. Plus, it seems like Liverpool's already won the league, so it almost doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think? I was thinking about a theoretical. Would you rather be City if they won Carabao Cup and FA Cup? And Champions League this year, or Liverpool winning the, the Premier League? Uh, I think you got to go Liverpool because they haven't won it since the eighties. Right. Yeah. yeah. Whereas yeah. cities, they're kind of they're just this is like they're the Yankees. Yeah. They're the Yankees right now. Yeah, they're just so good. Yep. 
Yeah, well, but, you know, but, if you're, but if you're okay, if you're a Spurs fan and you could pick, what would you want to win next? The Champions League or the Premier League? Uh, I, I just think they have a. Like, they're still in the Champions League. So. Yeah. No, no I, I mean, like in the next five years. You, yeah, yeah. You, you I have to win know. one. I will say that as a new fan, I love Champions League. Probably because okay. they had a ridiculous run last year. It doesn't hurt. Yep. But, like, I just love seeing the European giants play and duke it out. But, yes. uh, you know, obviously a Premier League title, I, I watch pretty much every game would be would be epic. So Yeah, that's kind of where I did. I think winning the Premier League is kind of like the ultimate prize. Now for Spurs, because like, they have won on set 61 or something like that. So, yeah. Whatever, yep. Yeah. So. All right, man, we're at an hour four, which is easy talking, which I remember from last time. So thanks for coming on and thanks to Emily as well. Yeah, no problem. Devil Warrior